Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, you beautiful groovers. It's Graham here. Welcome to our Europa League compilation show. Ahead of the um, London derby in Baku, we thought we could and would put together some of our brilliant guests reflecting on their experiences in this competition. We begin with a non-participant, Kevin Bridges, and the ultimate fan experience at the 2003 UEFA Cup final. Did you know that Henrik Larsson performed medical miracles that night as well as score two fantastic goals? Tune in for Kevin's bittersweet experience of seeing his team, Celtic, lose in the extra time to Jose Mourinho's Porto. Terry Butcher takes us back to Ipswich's 1981 UEFA Cup final win over Asad Alkmaar, a completely bonkers two-legged affair in which Bobby Robson's side eventually won 5-4 and set themselves up for an autumn thrashing at Pataudry when Aberdeen put the holders out. Fast forward exactly 20 years and another English side picked up the UEFA Cup with exactly the same scoreline, albeit in one extra time match, which was eventually settled by a golden goal. Gary Mack tells the tale of Liverpool's epic nine-goal thriller over Alaves from his perspective, while Jamie Carragher describes the exhausted exhilaration he felt on that famous night. Ander Herrera then talks us through his man-of-the-match winning performance in Manchester United's victory over Ajax in the 2017 Europa League final, before finally we close with the mighty Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank on Middlesbrough's swashbuckling run to the 2006 final against Sevilla. What you've never told me that is interesting to me is about the Seville experience beyond the match, beyond the fact that Celtic were outstanding and cheated out of a trophy. Travelling there, the, the, the heat, the behaviour of the fans, the, 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 the culture, the things... That well, I wasn't going football. to be allowed to go because I had two exams coming up, which is a fairly valid reason for missing a football match. Except you didn't think of it that way at the time? No. Well, my dad, he missed Lisbon in 67 because he told me for the same price as... The bus they were going to get the bus for Den Toker down to Lisbon. Down to Lisbon, I'm saying that as if that's a route for Clybank to Lisbon. What bus is that you get? Um, had, it's a 67, is it? They were taking a bus, and for that same price, they could have had two weeks in Arnold, which apparently that was the Magaluf day. So it was the first lads' holiday or the game. And he went on the lads' holiday. I don't understand that either. But I think he was saying at the time, as a Celtic fan, being in the European Cup final wasn't quite the same level of hysteria as being in 
the UEFA Cup final in Seville, it was the final. There'll be more. We'll be in next year's Jockstein. So they've done the lads' holiday and they missed Lisbon. Obviously devastating when we won. Delighted, but that bit of him just going, I should have went. I should really have went. So 1970, Milan, he went to Milan. We got beat, Feyenoord, beat Celtic. And then I think he thought that was it. I don't think he ever anticipated it would be, what, 1973 years until we're in a European final again. So I don't think he was going to have me go through the same pain. Basically, his attitude was these things happen every 33 years under this Celtic team. Who knows? Well, it's, I don't see it for a while anyway. Ah, you know, that's a bit harsh. I don't know. But anyway, he was pretty much keen on live for the moment. You need to take these experiences. This is the stories you tell your grandchildren. And he managed to overrule my mother. Uh, and I missed my maths and computing exam to go to the game. And then we managed to get match tickets and stuff like that. Because I think I'd been to a lot of the away games and stuff, so I had quite a high priority, whatever it's called, the points you accumulate. We arrived there one in the afternoon, baking hot. I don't think I seen concrete, the hoops everywhere. A couple of Porto fans kicking about, and I think even they were considering just buying a Celtic strip. <laughs> I just, I, was that, I just never expected this. What was it? What was, does it not? I mean, like, my memory is that whenever you come out of the plane, or it's just, the heat, it was absolutely just, suffocating. Like, that, the this heat. is what I mean. People who haven't lived that don't know what it's like. You, you get knocked out by the heat. There's this. Plus, that many people, uh, the body heat, noise, that, even if that was in Moscow in that final, it would have been. Getting Boston. anywhere quickly <laughs> is impossible. I, you hear all the accents and the jokes and yeah. the bevy everywhere. It's just, it's the only thing we do well at football. It was like the whole city was just, you constantly felt as if you were just leaving the game. Not that way, you're just shoulder to shoulder with somebody the whole day. So it was me, my dad, my uncle George. And my dad's arthritis began to play up pretty bad, so we had to find him a taxi somewhere to get him to the stadium. And me and my uncle George were going to walk up through the square to the Olympic Stadium. So we managed to find this taxi with only like, three guys getting in. And my uncle George said, look, can you just take him up? You're all going to the same place, obviously. And we'll just catch you up there. So my dad got in. But then when, when he drove away, my dad had the tickets, right? So my uncle George is going, right, he's got all the tickets. We never arranged a place to meet. He obviously presuming we'll just get him at the seat when we get into the stadium. So we're trying to find him. We got to the stadium, we walked up and we're just going like, how do you even go about finding a guy with a Celtic strip on in Seville? So we're just like, unfortunately my dad had found this big grassy park and just sat in the middle just hoping we'd see him. I remember just being deli- I was going, Dad! <laughs> just like ran across, grabbed the tickets, the three years went in. But there's people, because he'd, he'd sat down, there's people obviously thinking that was because he was steaming, but he doesn't drink. And people try to pick him up, just going, come on big man, you're we'll get you in, don't worry. I've had a couple too. And he's had to go, I'm fine, I'm fine, so... We made it into the stadium. Do you know two stories? Kate? I was travelling back from Almeria um, this season with somebody who'd been involved with UEFA's security on that day. It was it the Olympic Stadium? The Olympic Stadium, aye, that's right. And he said to me, "There's two things that they did made it difficult for you guys. Unfortunately, but they'd come up with this brilliant ticketing idea, which was like there was, it was like infrared and 6D, and there was computer chips in it, and it aye. was like the most of they'd used a Spanish treasury." to design and print the tickets. But you know there's somebody in the East End coming up with an even more advanced scheme to get the fakes through. The only thing that could outthink the East End was the Spanish system, which went, they said, how many machines will we need to read these tickets for our 45,000 quid? One. They had one machine operating for all the tickets they had to scan it through. So I like, well, nobody can get in. There's only one. They can't move that t- thing around the state. That's all they had. So they started opening doors and letting, just looking at the tickets and letting them in. And at one stage, there was such a big queue of people with tickets that log jam caused by the fact that they couldn't read the tickets. They opened a big door and they looked out and all they could see was a sea of wheelchairs with people in green and white strips outside. It was just acres and acres of wheelchairs like a sort of... 
attack of the killer wheelchairs. And what had happened was the word had got about, I didn't, I wasn't there at the time, and this is the UEFA guy telling me that Celtic fans had found out that there was either reduced or free access to disabled people. <laughs> so they'd gone round the whole of Seville's hospitals, clinics, medical supply shops and bought all the Aye. wheelchairs and wheeled themselves <laughs> up there to get in. And it was like your bus story, but you got to let us in, man. It's, Aye, look, exactly. look, the wheels, we've got the wheels. And as soon as the goal goes in, they're up. <laughs> your beauty. Henrik Larson, Kieran, the disabled, never seen so many Ingen- disabled people jump. Ingenuity. No, i never seen that myself. i seen one no, guy. No, but it's characterful. Managed, I managed to get through with a, a fake ticket. He's turning around his mates. What? Going, yeah, as if shouting, they worked, they worked. Well, and just heed down and get, get to your seat or find a seat. Uh, I had loads of stories. It was a great experience, especially at that age. I was what, 16, I'd have been. Mm. Just to take in something as massive as that. I, I, I seem to remember, I, I might be wrong, the, the two legged final of the UEFA Cup which is triumphant. It's maybe, including the 62 title, it's maybe the best moment in the club's history. I guess it is. Maybe one of the best moments in, in your... It felt that, um, particularly in the second line, maybe there was, was there a bit of tiredness eventually because it became closer than maybe it should have no, been? No, it, it wasn't tiredness. It certainly wasn't tiredness. I mean, we, we, the preparation was all right. We'd, we'd played a game against Southampton and lost 3-2, a league game in between the, the, the two legs. Um, so you know we'd, we'd lost the title. We'd obviously lost the FA Cup early on, um, and we're we're three 0 up, playing in Amsterdam Arena, and it's it's you just want the game to you just want to finish the game off. You don't care because you, you you got one hand on the trophy, and it's a really strange position to be in because it's not as though it's even Stevens. It's not, but you still don't you don't want to have the embarrassment of losing a three goal lead. If she's had lost a three goal lead against Barcelona before and Cupman's Cup, whatever it was. When Cruyff, it went to penalties and Cruyff Absolutely. took over, that was the one you were Absolutely. talking about, yeah. So, on the day, Altmar played very similar to the Graham Taylor's Watford. They played two at the back, Spellboss and Metgod, Johnny Metgod, remember good, him? Good. Well, I played against Aberdeen in the Cup, yeah. cup Final. And, they, and they had two four four. they went. And we, and, you know, we, we were like, wow, because we... We played against it before with Graham Taylor's Watford, but for them to do that, that was quite radical and very brave. What and were we, the challenges in football terms when they played like that against you? Well, it was man for man, and, and you, you, there's no if you make a mistake, then you know you're under pressure. And by making it man to man, man on man, one on one, it puts your opponent under pressure. And they, they on the day, they had nothing to lose. Like five aside, you cannot let your man go by. You, you stay with your man all the time. Yeah, yeah, and you, that's your job. And yeah. it, as long as you, if you, sometimes in football, if it's simple instructions like that can make can take away the pressure off you, and you just say, right, I'm going to go wherever I want to go when we haven't got the ball. When you're in possession, you can be out of position, <laughs> <laughs> and things like this. But you have to be back in position. When you're out of possession, <laughs> and that's without a drink. Alvin, quite well. Alvin, are you listening to this? I could do quite well. So we went one nil up. And you think, well, that's the game over because we, we've got the away yeah. goal. We're four nil up. Yeah. And then they score a goal straight away. And then we get a second goal. And you think, well, it must be over now. It was like it was. It was like in a boxing ring where you keep hitting the opponent and he keeps going down, but he keeps getting back up. You're thinking, I'm going to knock him out in a minute, and the referee's going to throw. You know, there'll be a towel thrown in, but the towel wasn't thrown in. In the end, they won four two, and I'm. Your mass comes into it then. You're thinking, a bit like Salonika in the, in the first round. Yeah. You're thinking, you know, no, nah, this can't happen. But we, we held on to win, to, to win the tie so overall. Tactics aside of them going man for man and playing this formation they weren't quite used to facing, therefore you have to adapt. Much of that was psychology. The, the fact that you have to cope with the idea of what's well, semi one and they have nothing to lose. Is that what I was seeing when I saw the second leg? That I wondered, why, why aren't Ipswich putting this, this 
game, this team to bed, but it, it was something to do with them just saying, well, yeah. we, we, we just can get at them. No? Yeah, and also because Gatesy then couldn't get any space, couldn't get away anywhere, couldn't get, you know, find the holes that he normally found, especially in the first game. So, because he had a man marker and he would follow him on everywhere. So we, we couldn't get our men on the ball that would win us the games or have won, had won us the games that season. You could also say as well, it's 66 games, it was the end of a, a really, really competitive season. And the semi-final, when we, when we went away to Cologne, it was Easter. So we played Arsenal on the Saturday, we lost at home 2-0. We played Norwich away on the Monday, lost 1-0. Mm-hmm. And then we had on the Wednesday, we flew out after the game to Cologne after the game on Easter Monday so we then had to play on the Wednesday mm-hmm. and then we played the following Saturday mm-hmm. so from Saturday to Saturday there was four games mm-hmm. which is like unbelievable Is that one of the great regrets because you were a title winning side but that, that didn't quite well, complete the we, title Well we beat Villa three times that season once in the cup as well home and away um, and we felt we were the better team but at the end of the day the, the, the best team wins the title there's no doubt about that and we gave away a lot of points. We had a bad running. The, the last dozen games were, by our standards, were very poor, and that's where we lost it. Do you know what happened retrospectively? Uh, you could say tiredness, but I think there's a lot of state pressure. Teams knew us very well. They didn't want to get beaten by us again, and you know we just we just didn't do the business that we that we had done previously. I don't know if I'm talking rubbish, but I remember at the time thinking that Aston Villa maybe had just. Two or three guys of a deeper squad that felt like they were well, able to cope with Well, you say a deeper injuries. squad. I think they only played for either fourteen. You either used only fourteen or fifteen players 15, that I season. Think, yeah, fifteen players, and we we must have used twenty odd because we got Seriously. massive injuries. We, we, well, that, we got injuries to BT. We got injuries to beat. We got injuries to Mariner. Yeah. We got injuries to key players. George Burley was injured halfway through the season. Maybe as well. I've said it wrong in that. In that, I remember that it felt like a combination of injuries and then. The tiredness of playing so many games and being alive in so many competitions, it, it, it has to drain that that nil nil becomes one nil to you or, yeah. or, or well, one we, one. I mean, we wanted to win something, you know. Probably the least tro- the least sort of impressive trophy that we could have won. We won. You, you, you'd rather win the FA Cup. You'd rather win the league title, obviously. But it was still an incredible feeling. It was an incredible season. I think Adidas voted us the team of the year and all that sort of thing. And, you know, it was just—it was just a just a wonderful journey for for us all. It was just incredible. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, maybe we'll let you go on a golden, golden, golden memory, unless there's, unless there's things about Leicester and Coventry we have to see, because I, I guess 
Alibis still has there been a better night for you in football than that? No, I don't think so. You know, been, I think I was involved in all the goals, scored a goal. We touched on it earlier. I was given man of the match and presented by Johan Cruyff. It doesn't get much better than that, does it? I kind of do it on it. That was sort of little Britain wrote the theme tune, sang the theme tune. It was like it was just one of those nights. Heck of a stadium too. I've got to say, we go one 0 we go two 0 I think we're winning five or six. Yeah. And then the one little thing, you know, Gerard really was brilliant to me. This was maybe one of the reasons why we didn't quite just get the winning the league at Liverpool because the following season we were unlucky second to Arsenal. At 2-0, information comes on. Gary, Didi, stay behind it, Stevie. Let's let's protect what we've got. Rather than being having that cavalier, if you're going to win a league, you've got to, at some point, you know, you, you go. Go and win five, go and win six. What he knew best was what to protect what he had. We were cruising. And then Alaves make a couple of brave substitutions. Mm-hmm. They're in it, they're back in it, and it turned. Mm-hmm. We are rocking and Robbie Fowler comes on and gets a goal and, and the you know the golden goal to this day if you, you get a wee chance to ever see that ball hitting off the head and get into the back post four or five of our boys go back to the they to centre they don't know you knew eh? I knew yeah but um, if I'm thinking back Sammy Hippie Marcus Babel Didi they're, they're going back ready to see wow. you at the game I hope the celebration is there was a wee bit of punishment for, uh, you know, because it's, it's a hard school of knocks in the dressing room and if you go back to the centre circle, there's got to be some... By the way, we were ushered back into the change room with a wee bit of photographs and that taken and then we were straight on an aeroplane heading to the valley to beat Charlton in the last game of the season to secure Champions League. So the, the, the way she... There was nothing after the game. And a celebration of several days later is good, but it's not quite that. It was a good trip back from the valley. I would say. say, but the euphoria, that mad euphoria. Yeah, it couldn't do it. We were, were literally with a massive, probably a bigger game, as far as it's the, the, the you know, that, pragmatic revenue. We're trying to you know try to attract players. You've got to win the Champions League, and this is the way to win the game at, at the valley. One of the glorious interview with Gary Mack about the Alibis game, how chaotic and fun that was, and what a fantastic team you had. You were equally knackered in that one, weren't you, for a different reason oh, altogether? Yeah. I think we were gone physically and mentally in that game, and we'd played Arsenal three days before and won a cup final from nowhere. The heat was unbelievable that day at Cardiff again. We'd won it late on. And I also remember going to the UEFA Cup final on the coach, and normally a cup final, there's a a bit of nerves, there's a bit of tension mm. on the bus. And I, I remember looking round and it was like we were playing a normal game. Not that we weren't, we were just physically, even being in like the zone takes a, doesn't take a lot, but it's like everyone was just like, we were shattered. Played every cup game we could possibly play, we won the three cups, we ended up getting to the Champions League, which we did three days later and we were awful. We beat Charlton away 4-0 the first half, which could have been 4-0 down, we were that. But Alaves, on a normal day, we'd have beat them 3 or 4-0. I, and I always remember the celebration afterwards with the Alaves game. And I always remember it was like the bath at the end of the game. It was more like a swimming pool. It wasn't a bath. And everyone was just sitting there without saying it. We just won the UEFA Cup. Everyone was just sat there. It was like... <laughs> it was so strange. I can picture it now because I thought, this is so strange. But I was part of it. You're just physically 
gone, physically and mentally gone. Like he couldn't even celebrate. Mm. He just won one of the most, probably the most amazing UEFA Cup final of all time. Mm. We'd got the three trophies, the, the treble of the three cups, and we had a game three days later against Charlton. But I don't mean celebrate in terms of you know getting on the aisle or something when you went back to the hotel, but even just you, you see pictures, don't you? People laughing and joking in the bath, throwing a trophy around, or you know. Old-fashioned pitches, whereas we were just absolutely shattered. This is the joy of doing this because I've never heard anybody say that before. But mm. you've immediately made me think. By sheer fluke, I was invited into the World Cup winning dressing room, and I came out telling friends, "I've seen our pub teams or Sunday lunchtime teams celebrating an away win against Duffers mm. with more passion than the Spanish boys." A quick hooray, the Queen coming in, roughing it all in tears painted face the lads posing with the cup and then like that Mm. flat flat not flat unhappy but like you said no adrenaline no Mm. leaping about I think what happens is you you have a lot of your celebrating on the pitch what happens when you win a trophy so I think sometimes that takes it not takes it out of you but you feel like you've done it but certainly with that Alaves one it was different to the others you'd still I can't remember getting pictures in the dressing room with the cup against Alaves UEFA Cup whereas if you're in the FA Cup or the yeah. Carlin Cup or the European Cup you're still all but that one was just like thank God it's over you see that you, what I was meaning by that is that do you think that as fans we underestimate exactly how drained and exhausted a footballer can yeah, get I think so I think especially mentally because physically I think we probably all played football at different levels and for us to get absolutely shattered at a different level to the, the man on the street or the supporter but maybe not Understanding or getting the, the mental tiredness, which I think is more. Which affects your decision making. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's the build up to the game. It's how you're playing well yourself, or the team doing well. Have you made a mistake in the game? It's we have to win. The pressure of we're playing Alavés in the final. Well, don't forget, we're expected to win mm. this comfortably. Can't lose because oh, it's Alavés. It's 4 4. Yeah. It's golden goal. We're a few minutes away from penalty shootout. It's, you know, it's just. It does. It takes your time. Cup finals are normally the end of the season. Obviously, the end of the season, so. I find some similar things mm-hmm. with the final we played against Ajax. Mm-hmm. I think it was kids against men. And that's exactly what happened against Atletico Madrid. We were playing men against, against kids. And I had the same feeling against Ajax last season. Mm-hmm. last season. When we started the game and they were having the ball, I was saying to myself, we're going to win this game. Because these guys are going to make one mistake, one mistake or two mistakes and we are going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And we did you, they felt a little bit green, Ajax, as if they haven't been the course time an amazing, and again to amazing get philosophy, Amazing way of playing, quite a romantic club as well about yeah. the, the way they played. But I think, I, I think our manager prepared the final. He got it exactly very right. Good, huh? Very good. He told us what was going to happen and it, and it happened. And you, you dominated that match, so we're back to cup finals Not again. Not maybe the ball, but you, we dominated the, the game. You did dominate the game. Yeah. It looked, it felt like control. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the ball. True. A team which knew what was going to happen, knew what they had to do. Yeah. The, in a fight, it's like, wait, 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 yeah. punch, punch. Yeah, and also, you, you, you get voted man of the match. Yeah. Why do you think you won that vote? And does that ever matter when you get an award like that? To be honest, the way I feel football, I would take all the individual awards out because this is a... Ballon d'Or as well. Ballon d'Or as well. You think Messi needs Ballon d'Or to know that that everyone knows this is the best player in the history? I have my view, but I'm interested in, you, in what you, what you For say. For me, he doesn't need the trophies. No. 
to let us know that he is the best in the history. I know already he's the best I've ever seen. Which, which I agree with, but without being critical of Cristiano at all. No, he, I had, but he uses the Ballon d'Or yeah. to motivate to himself. motivate themselves. He, it's yeah. like a fuel for him, yeah. which I, I just find okay. Let's just, let's start again the answer. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't take the awards out, but I don't trust them. I don't trust in, in individual awards in football, so I wouldn't take them out because I know it's a business as well, and it's important. It is, but. I don't trust them. It's good. It's a good. I've, it's a good answer. Yeah. I understand that yeah. answer exactly. Yeah. You must ask Jimmy about Middlesbrough's UEFA Cup final run. Has he ever known a better atmosphere in a half-empty stadium as the wondrous Riverside win over Basel, one of the best games I've ever witnessed? No, one of the best games I've ever played in. We were losing on aggregate, uh, something like four-one or something half-time. And we just had to go for it, and we won 5-4. And we scored two, two goals, I think, in the last five minutes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then against Theo Bucharest, we did the same. Unbelievable. The but power then, of but, belief. But then we lost against uh, Seville 4-0. Because we had run our luck, all our luck out. And Seville was, was good, to be honest. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program.